September 13, 2023. We're in Masechet Betzandaf Kaf Bet, at the beginning of the third Perik, four lines from the bottom. This morning's class is dedicated in loving memory of Simcha Batzakia, Tihini Shmatasir Rabbit Srorha Hayim Amen. At the beginning of this Perik, with this Mishnah and the Mishnayot and Gemara throughout, primarily deal with what we'd expect Masechet Betzah to deal with, and that is the preparation of food on Yom Tov, the Torah tellingly tells us that generally speaking there's an isu melacha that's identical on Yom Tov to Shabbat except for when it comes to Yom Tov there's a permissibility with regards to food we, in understanding the Torah, the Mishnah and Daf Yod Bet told us, Bet Hillel extended that understanding, if certain melachot are permitted for the preparation of food, in turn, hutar davar became permitted for all matters. But primarily, when we focus on the halachot of Yom Tob, vis-a-vis, or in contrast to Shabbat, we're focused on the preparation of food for consumption on Yom Tob. Uh, this first Mishnah, as a result, deals with, for all intents and purposes, the first act in preparing food, if you're having a meat course on Yom Tob. And it, as a result, starts with the words, En Sadim. Seda is one of the 39 melachot on Shabbat. It's the a trapping, which of course is prohibited, and in turn the question will be, how does that apply on Yom Tov? We know on Shabbat you can't trap animals, generally speaking any animal. On Yom Tov, how would that play out? En sadim dagin min habebarim biyom tov, says the Mishnah. The Mishnah begins by saying that you're not allowed to trap fish min habebarim. We have to define that word on Yom Tov. What are, what's a bebar? A bebar is like a pond of sorts. It's a pond which is purposed for the growth of fish so that you can in turn catch them with a net of some sort. Says the Mishnah, you're not allowed to trap and take out, obviously, the fish from the pond on Yom Tob. Furthermore, before we understand why not, you're furthermore not allowed to place food in front of those fish which are in that pond on Yom Tov. In contrast to, and still not understanding what the reasoning is here yet, The Mishnah continues and contrasts fish to haya and of. Haya and of is a wild animal and birds. Those, if they're in the bebar, bebar for a haya and of doesn't mean a pond, it means some sort of area which is set aside for the growth of Haya and off for the birds and for the wild animals, so that when the time comes, I'm going to trap them, hunt them down, and eat from them. In that circumstance, in contrast, for some reason, the Mishnah tells us it's permitted, A, to trap them, and B, to put food in front of them. To say it in a sentence, whereas by fish, for some reason, when they're in the secluded area, you're not allowed to trap them, nor put food in front of them. When it comes to animals and birds, it's permitted. Well, what's going on over here? What's the reasoning? What's the rationale? Nothing spelled out in the Mishnah. Let's take a look at Rashi to try to understand his take on it, and maybe contrast that one then with Tosafot. Says Rashi, en sadin dagim, maybe 20 lines or so from the bottom, a little bit less. Af al says Rashi, even though, and anytime you start a sentence with the words, even though, you're effectively apologizing. You're explaining that uh, it should have been, but even though, even though, 
me'avot melachoten, even though slaughtering, baking, cooking, are avot melachot, from the 39 melachot, and as a result prohibited on Shabbat, v'hutru l'sorech yom tov, but nonetheless they're permitted when it comes to holidays, uh, well, then why shouldn't Rashi is begging the question, although he doesn't specifically state it, oh, well, then why is hunting any different? If it's sorech ochil nefesh, if it's trapping this fish, if it's trapping the animal, why should there be a debate? Uh, we've been talking throughout our Masechet, the Torah told us, Why should this have pose any problem? The reason when it comes to slaughtering, cooking, and baking is that it's impossible to properly and most appropriately prepare the food from before Yom Tov. If you were to slaughter before Yom Tov, Rashi will in a moment cite for us the meat will get heated up and in turn go bad. If you were to cook or to bake before the holiday, potentially the food won't be fresh. As a result, it's permitted on the holiday because in such a circumstance, it couldn't be done beforehand. Uh, so says, the, says Rashid, When it comes to slaughtering, the fear is bisra that the meat will become heated up afterwards and then spoil. Aval, however, that's in contrast to seda. When it comes to trapping the animal, you could have trapped it, at the very least the fish, before the holiday. Leave it in its trap, its net in the water. By catching it before the holiday and leaving it so, it won't die. And the next day, grab it out and use it for your food. So again, Rashi's interpretation then to the Mishnah is that the reason that the trapping over here is prohibited is not per se because trapping fundamentally is a problem on Yom Tov. Alternatively, it's because the trapping could have been done and in turn should have been done before Yom Tov. There is a debate about the words of Rashi over here. Is he therefore insinuating, is he therefore hinting that this seda in our Mishnah is only prohibited midrabbanan? Is this, the rabbi said, you should have done this beforehand, you didn't, that's why it's prohibited. We're trying to put that in motion. Or alternatively, is this svarah, is this logic so strong that it makes it that it's prohibited even min ha-Torah? So there's a debate. The general assumption, the reading, the thrust of the words of Rashi make it appear as if this is rabbinically prohibited. Should have done it beforehand, can't do it on the holiday. That's the direction of Rashi. We're not up to that yet. It's a good question. Nathan says, what's the difference between a fish and animals? I, I can tell you already now, very briefly, that when it comes to animals, the suggestion will be it's not considered trapping at all. So it's not that you trapped it. It's already trapped, correct. As opposed to fish, because fish can push themselves, even though they're in a pond, they can push themselves, I mean, shouldn't have told you this already, push themselves into crevices and cracks. So it's more of a hunting of... Uh, I'm not up to that either yet. You're, 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 both, you're both steps ahead of me. I'm just on... Baruch <laughs> Hashem. I'm not criticizing either. You're both doing great. Um, anyways, I, I love the eagerness. Um, anyway, but... Um, uh, so that, that's Rashi's take on this, though. Uh, Tosafot disagrees. Tosafot's general assumption, they wrote it once or twice already in the Masechet, 
is that this sevara, this logic of you should have done it before Yom, you could have done it before Yom Tov, and in turn, you should have done it before Yom Tov, and that's why it's prohibited, will only apply not to the food itself, but to the machshirin. We've seen that word, we know that word from later in the Masih and Dafkafhet. The machshirin means the vehicles, the mechanisms to prepare the food, to bring about the food, not the food itself. So Tosafot's understanding is with regards to preparation on the food, you can do what you need on the holiday to the food, even if you could have done that before. It's with regards to, I don't know, the, the, the utensils that you're going to use and things of that sort, which we've discussed. There's mahlokot about that. That's Tosafot's assumption. That's the case, then why is this prohibited? Why shouldn't it be permitted? Anything that has to do with the actual food, Tosafot tells us, is permitted on Yom Tov, even though you could have done it before Yom Tov just as well and just as well. Says Tosafot, at the very end, they side, they fix it to Mikinon, and I'll tell you what that is. We've quoted this more than once, Tosafot, earlier in the Masechet, and Davgimal aside from Talmud Yerushalmi. It happens to be, it's an amazing thing. We don't find this in Talmud Bavli, but it's a fundamental halacha when it comes to Ilchot Yom Tov. The Gemara in Talmud Yerushalmi makes the following dirasha. That pasuk that I've repeated at least five times in this class. Loosely translated as, on Yom Tov you can do food stuff, right? It's right next to the pasuk in the Torah, ironically, of Ushmartem etamasot. It's right next to the pasuk that has to do with safeguarding the matzah to make certain that it doesn't become hametz. In turn, Talmud Yerushalmi questions, what's the connection? Uh, they both have to do with preparation of food, but safeguarding the masah is similar in some way, shape, or form to the heter, the permissibility of cooking on Yom Tov. Suggest Talmud Yerushalmi, it goes like this. All the activities in terms of isur melacha, with regards to preparation of bread and the like, from the stage of matzah and onward are permitted on Yom Tov. Anything that precedes that is prohibited. And so therefore the words are milisha ve'elach. Lisha means kneading the bread. Kneading the bread, or matzah as it were, is all permitted anything there and onward on Yom Tov. Anything beforehand, like seeding the field, like plowing, like trapping is prohibited under all circumstances those were never permitted on Yom Tov Yom Tov only permits the Torah tells us from Lisha Ve'elach and as a result in our Mishnah Seda it's not because it could have done it before it's because under all circumstances it doesn't make a difference Seda the trapping on Yom Tov is an action which was never permitted right, that's a fundamental mahluk between Rashi and Tosafot right, but we're not uh, we're not out of the weeds yet because the Mishnah told us many things two of which Eli and Nathan eloquently brought our, to our attention already so the first issue in the Mishnah is En Sadin Dagimin Habebarim so we have a mahluk between Rashi and Tosafot what's the issue with trapping those fish. Rashi says he could have done it beforehand, should have put it in the net beforehand. Tosafot disagrees and says it's because the activity of seda, the isur melachav, seda, is not permitted on Yom Tov. Onward in Rashi, back on the left-hand side of the page, in Rashi, five lines down in these Rashi's Tower Perek, Bebarim, what are Bebarim, says Rashi? Shil dagim, hen berechot shil maim. When you're dealing with a Bebar of fish, it's a reference to a pond, shekorin, I don't know, something in Old French. Bebarin shel haya, what does it mean when you're dealing with a bebar, same word, confusing, because it doesn't mean a pond when it comes to animals, shel haya, kapifot mukafin geder saviv. 
It's a reference to this open area which is surrounded by a fence. It's a conservatory of some sort, but not to keep them, to keep them until you're ready to eat from them. And it's a place where you bring in wild animals and you uh, let them get impregnated and give birth and then you take them and eat them. This is the important part, the next issue in the Mishnah. Why can't you put food in front of the fish on Yom Tov? You can't put food in front of them, says Rashi. Rashi again is bothered by something. Instead of he starts with and even according to. Well, even according to it means he's bothered by something. He's citing from a Gemara that we had earlier in our Masechet. The Gemara earlier in our Masechet was dealing with, if you might recall, are you allowed to feed animals? with the food you produced on Yom Tov. You're allowed to produce food for non-Jews on Yom Tov. And the question was, when the Pasuk, that I've quoted now six or seven times, Ach lecho nefesh lachem. Nefesh means soul. Anything that's produced for a soul is permitted to, well, do on Yom Tov. What's a soul? So there's a mahlokit about that, whether animals are included in soul. Rabbi Akivat stated, and we went that way, that animals are included. That being the case, what's the problem with giving the food to the animals? It's not mukse. It's not an issue of production, of doing something forbidden. It's a filum nefesh mashma. So then why should you say, even if you're not trapping them per se, why can't you produce? Why can't you give? Why can't you deal with food for animals? That is specifically and only so when the animal, when the creature, has responsibility upon you to feed it. It won't be finding food independent of you. You have a cow which is grazing on your ground. You have a domesticated animal literally in your home, a parakeet, a, a bird in a, uh, excuse me, a, a fish in a, in a tank, etc. That's your responsibility. Then, and specifically then, it's the nefesh which is upon you. It's so to speak, part of the family. And as a result, you can and should be making food and giving them food. When I'm dealing with fish alternatively, explains Rashi, in the pond, Eli, here's your point. You don't need to, and they are not in need of your food. Because fish will eat from the bottom growth, the algae and other things in the pond, the karka, the, the, the ground of it. And larger fish eat the, young, the smaller fish, which means to say, ultimately speaking, so A, there's an isur to trap the fish, and B, there's an isur to give them food, because we only permit giving food to mezonotan alecha, animals, which have that responsibility. It's again, that wasn't in this context, ironically, it was in the context of the Mishnah and the Gemara and the Mem that we talked about this, but we talked about how the Poskim discuss on Shabbat Shira, how Ashkenazim and maybe others have minhag to give crumbs to the birds. How are you doing so? Those birds are in Mazonot Analecha. Okay, so it's Yishuvim and this conversation about it. But this is that halacha. All right, that's the first segment of the Mishnah. What's that? Shouldn't be allowed. But it's been done for literally hundreds of years. So it's a backtracking, backpedaling, trying to figure out what is the grounds for permissibility? Simply stated, a real halachas, well, that's not bad. a halachas who understands custom and practice says, maybe there's something to it. So they stretch themselves and try to figure out ways uh, for permissibility. But again, at first glance, it shouldn't be. As continues Rashi and explains the contrast, we said, so when it comes to the fish in the bebar, it's forbidden. 
Why, when it comes to animals, is it permitted? As Nathan asked earlier, shouldn't animals be the same? Shouldn't you be able to trap them before the holiday, put them in the cage, maybe not in a net, but in a cage, and hold on to them like that? Rashi. Right, again, we're dealing with hayan of, which are mechunasim, they're already entered into the bebar, the karpef, the enclosed area from yesterday. Those words mean, it appears to us now, we'll have to understand from the Gemara why those words are here in Rashi, but let's understand the next words. Kevan de mukafin geder, havu lehu kenisodin ve'omedin. That's what I told you earlier, Nathan. Since it's already surrounded by the gate, they're considered as if they're already trapped. So when you go to them on the holiday and grab the, I don't know, the animal that's out in there, the sheep, uh, the goat, or whatever it is that you put in there, it was already trapped. You didn't trap it. You did one last action. That wasn't a trapping. That's in contrast to, of course, the fish. Why are fish any different? Avaldagim nishmatim lehorim velistakim. Fish are much more elusive, they're much more difficult to catch. They go into horim, into holes, and stakim, and cracks, making it so hard. That would be considered trapping in the formal sense, which is forbidden on Yom Tov. That's Rashi's angle on distinguishing between animals and fish. What about food? Go ahead. No different. No. No, just like an animal, says the Mishnah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, again, someone ahead of us. But the Gemara will suggest, in the early stages, some 15, 20 lines down, that when it comes to what's called sipor deror, maybe a sparrow, uh, a, a bird which is comfortable being elusive in any environment, meaning it's in this room, you're not catching it, right? That type of bird, indeed, it's like a fish. Generally speaking, or the majority of the time, which our Mishnah is talking about, is not that type of bird. It's a bird with maybe a little bit more uh, effort than the animal, but ultimately speaking, not like the fish. I mean, fish you can't even catch with your hand. So it, it means the action that appears like trapping, but if you put your halakha lenses on, it's not trapping, indeed. Vinotnin, lastly, Rashi, you can put food in front of the animals. Vinotnin, lifnehem mezonot. Bimeha horef explains Rashi during the winter time. Sirichin mezonot. It needs food. Vaaf bimeha kait, bimakom derisat bene adam, shena asabi mu'alin bo. Explains Rashi the reason that these animals are considered mezonotan alecha. Why is it mezonotan alecha? Animals as well should be able to fend for themselves. He told me the fish could fend for themselves. Says Rashi, during the winter time, the food is not so easily available. The ground is covered by, I don't know, snow, or it's been trampled, or it's muddied, and there's not something it can graze on. It needs your food, it needs you to sustain them. And as a result, or in an area which is more populated, there's less growth, less vegetation, says Rashi, it's for that reason we consider it mezonotan alecha. Interestingly, Tosafot disagrees with Rashi on the reason why enotnin lifnehem mezonot. Again, what was Rashi's reasoning with regards to the fish? Rashi said because en mezonotan alecha, it's not your responsibility to give them the food, they can find the food on their own. Irrespective of the technicalities why Tosafot disagrees, Tosafot's angle on saying the reason it's prohibited is a gezera. It's a rabbinic restriction. Says Tosafot, well, you're not allowed to trap the fish. For that reason, say the rabbis, don't even feed the fish. 
Because if you will allow for you to feed the fish, you'll come to trap the fish. That's Tosafot's angle. Here are about a few lines. That, in like, Actually, yeah. about all What's that? In this respect, in terms of no, not no, 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 no. He's saying trapping when you could have done it before Yom Tob is asur, and we suggested based on some of the Rishonim that's only midrabanan. But it means that firstly on Shabbat trapping is asur from the Torah. It's Shabbat. Secondly, on Yom Tob, of course, that's where the question is. Do you have a trapping that's asur min ha-Torah ever, according to Rashi? That's the question. According to Tosafot, you always have an asur min ha-Torah. You don't have any permissibility. You follow? So anyway, Tosafot says that the reason that en notnin lifnehem mezonot is a gezerat, a restriction of the rabbis, there's a suggestion Sefat Emet and others have, is that Tosafot and Rashi are consistent in this. Since, and it's good you walked me into this, Mars, since Tosafot suggests and maintains that the seda, the trapping in our Mishnah, is a violation on a biblical level, min ha-Torah, after all, only milisha ve'elach, only from the kneading of the bread and onward, so to speak, in the order of the Melachot is permitted. Anything that precedes that, the trapping, the seeding, the plowing is all forbidden. Min ha-Torah says Tosafot. That's why you're not allowed to put bread in front of them. You're not allowed to put food in front of them. The rabbis built a restriction for an isur from the Torah. Rashi, alternatively, who understood that this isur of sedah, of trapping the fish, might only be rabbinic in nature. Well, he's not going to say it's a gezerah. Rabbis don't make gezerah for their own thing. No question, everybody agrees to that, Eli. Not only do we agree to that, according to Rashi, since you could have done that and should have done that, that's why it's asur to do it on Yom Tov, to put the net down in before Yom Tov. Indeed. All right, so that's what we have in the Mishnah. The Mishnah concludes with a little bit of cryptic lines, unclear exactly, and the Gemara will have to help us with this. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel, I'm back in the Mishnah, three lines down, the last words on the line. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel, Rashbag, Omer, lo kol shavin. This is, you've spoken a little bit too broadly, a little bit too freely about saying this bebar and that bebar, the pond versus the enclosed area for the animals, one's permitted, one's forbidden. Not so clear. Zehakelal. Here's the principle, and again, the principle doesn't make it much clearer, but at the very least, it gives us a context. Hamechusar seda asur, vesheno mechusar seda mutar. If the enclosed area, slash the pond, we'll discuss in a second, is mehusar seda, meaning it's necessary to go out and exert yourself in catching the animal, it's not easy to just grab it, well, in such a circumstance, it's asur, that's going to be considered seda, which is forbidden on Yom Tov. If alternatively, it's not mehusar seda, and we can make this up already in a moment, we could say it's a very small cage, mutar. What's the definition of very small? I'm not sure yet. But Aban Shemon Gamliel is distinguishing like that. He's certainly drawing a stringency, a humrah on the first opinion with regards to Haya and Of. Our Mishnah said Haya and Of, if it's in the Bebar, is permitted. Go ahead and catch it. Why? Mechunasim, it's not trapping. Says Rabban Shemon Gamliel, not so fast. Depends on the space, depends how closed in, depends how easy it is to catch it. What about on the fish? The Mishnah told us when it comes to the fish, the halacha is, it's asur. Is Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel giving us an angle of leniency by the fish? Or is he only speaking about Hayanov? Do you understand the question? The question is, Rashbag is telling us, well, it's defined by how easy it is to catch it. 
Well, that told us when it comes to haya and off, you have to check. Sometimes it'll be forbidden. What about when it comes to the fish, which our Mishnah told us is forbidden under all circumstances? It's Rashbag in turn saying, but if it's easy to catch it, then it's mutar. It's a mahlok between Harambam and Ra'avad and Perik Bet of Hilchot Yom Tov. It's an interesting debate, a question, because Rashbag is at the very end of the Mishnah. The Gemara will never address this specific issue. He's certainly lending a, le- a stringency, does he as well give you a leniency, a kulal with regards to dagim and not fully clear. Again, a mahlok dispute between Haram Bam and Ra'avad. Baruch Adonai Amen. Ve Amen.